our podcast called Living the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during the NFL season. It's not just tongue in cheek. <laughs> Quarterback, defense, tight end recommendation based on opposition matchup. Here's your forecast host, JJ Zacharyson, and your boy, Danny Carter. Live, live, live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late-round quarterback, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely, lovely co-host, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, man? Uh, uh, everything was going good until that intro just uh, singed my eyelashes over <laughs> that was That is the hottest drop I've ever heard Oof. in my life. Woo! Oof. That thing is good. That is by at Abide the Schneid on Twitter, Andy Schneider, who... <laughs> Who hit us up last week? I, it seems like he hit us up forever ago, but I think it was on like Wednesday morning when he messaged us, and obviously mm-hmm. we record Tuesday evenings, so we didn't use it in the intro last week. We used the other one. This one, though, man, this is the 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 like everything about it was magical. Yeah, I mean, it, when you sent it to me, I immediately uh, put it on my phone and uh, and then ran listening to it. Yeah, right. You just r- run to the thirty second loop. Yeah, and I ran. I ran for for eight miles. I usually only run for a mile. <laughs> Right. It's there's nothing that gets me but it's it's this and and it's this intro and it's lose yourself by Eminem. I, so you know, I think maybe because I just said eight mile, I kind of thought of that. But no, dude, that's like the go like all Eminem does if you think about it is make songs for people to work out to. Yeah. Hey, it's not a bad business to to get into, but uh, it's not. He's a marketing genius. But yeah, I'm, I think my uh, inflated sense of self helped a lot there because you know hearing someone actually sing my name, I was like, oh god, this is gonna make me run forever. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was and not only that, but when 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 he says Denny Carter, it's Denny Carta. Right. <laughs> it's he's got he's got it down perfectly. That, that's, it, that's the that's the coolest my name has ever been said. To ever be. ever. Denny Carter is is has never been said that way. So props I, props to that intro. Props to Andy Schneider for being yeah. the goat, the absolute goat. That was amazing. Thank you. Uh so Denny, how how was your week ten? Uh well um I you know I'm pretty used to shower cries but there was really no reason to shower cry this week um I was looking for one and I really couldn't find one I mean we had uh really solid performances from quarterbacks um uh defenses were okay with Tampa being okay and then uh even our tight ends were 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 pretty pretty decent except for the drop by Kyle Rudolph. Oh my gosh, what was that? Like, what, what even, what even goes through your mind when you're a professional pass catcher and you drop that? I, um, I'm not even joking. I promise you, I'm not joking. My, my wife can vouch for this. I screamed when, when, <laughs> when he dropped. It. Like, like, but not like a, not like a, oh no, but like actual, like someone had just like, like pinched me really hard, and then <laughs> I was like, ah, like I, I've, because I was like, I. I saw that you know I saw it happening you know uh, Medi right. uh, Bridgewater was was scrambling and and I was like okay well this is this is definitely a tight end touchdown here either Rhett Ellison is going to catch his second touchdown <laughs> right, yeah. or Kyle Rudolph is going to catch his first and he threw it and then Rudolph is just sitting sitting there in the end zone and it bounces off his hands I I actually I couldn't I don't know if I've seen a worse drop no I that was that was tilting very very tilting oh. by by the way. Uh, what kind of name is Rhett? Rhett. It's like someone just like smashed their fist on a keyboard. I... <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. 
It's an absurd name. Rhett, Rhett Ellison, though. But the process was right, though, because that was almost two tight end touchdowns against Oakland. Right. Well, oh, absolutely. Uh, two things about Rhett Ellison. One, the guy looks like a, like a giant, like an actual giant. And secondly, uh, I can't wait for um, th- our three listeners named Rhett to uh, to to Twitter <laughs> to tweet us and tell us that they're offended by your. Yeah, uh, I'm really sorry about your that. Hatred. But I mean, come on, what kind of name is that? My gosh, just saying. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a, a, a good week uh, all around. Uh, if we actually before we do that, before we talk about the week, Denny, talk about our sponsor. Yeah, it's uh, dailyfantasycafe.com. Uh, go over there and, and, and check out this week. Uh, we, I mean, we only have, what, five weeks of the regular season left, uh, unbelievably. But uh, check out their their tools, including their stack generator. Um, I found a, a couple uh, really nice uh, sort of um, uh, undervalued stacks on FanDuel last week uh, using the generator. So check it out, dailyfantasycafe.com. All right, Denny, week 10 streamers, just to recap, uh, we already talked about Richard Rogers. How about Justin Perillo? We should have totally streamed him. What? That, I've never heard that name before last week. Oh, it's amazing, though. He is, he's legitimately, like, like I, I sent a tweet about this, like, he, he embodies dad running. Like, oh, he, yeah. he, when I think dad runner, I think Justin Perillo. I actually, I went on, on, uh, on YouTube, and I, I looked at his highlights just to see like what it was all about. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, well, he's like he looks like Fat Kobe Fleener. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I mean, he he looks like I had a discussion with Matt Harmon on on Twitter uh, after tweeting something about you know Justin Perillo being a, a dad runner, and I had the realization that him and I have the same body. <laughs> like legitimately, we're the same. He just has long hair. I'm really. Like, I'm really sorry. I just called him fat Kobe Fleener. <laughs> no, I mean it's the same. It's 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 really the same. Uh, it's the same thing. I'm I'm the same thing. I just have shorter hair. Okay. Yeah, it's it's really no problem. No, but yeah. seriously, I I mean I say I say that I say that about Perillo because, but mostly because it's it's just saying that he looks like he just got off the couch. Well, I mean, is that where they found him? I I, I don't know. <laughs> no, the best Matt Harmon Matt Harmon's it was the best. It was he said that it looks like. Some fan won a contest. Yeah, it was able to just play for the Packers. Right. I, I mean, but even with Perillo uh, going, you know, going ham uh, against the Lions, uh, I think Richard Rodgers still ended up with like fourteen. Yeah, fourteen point two PPR points. Yeah. So he was. I mean, Richard Rodgers was still fine. The, the the reason. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been throwing horrible balls. Slash, the wide receivers have been terrible. Two wide receivers. So uh, tight ends have been. More involved in that offense, Richard Rodgers being the beneficiary, so he was a good stream. And then Kyle Rudolph, he dropped that touchdown, which would have made him oh. a borderline tight end one. He finished with 1.7 PPR fantasy points, which is not good. Um, defenses, you had Baltimore against Jacksonville. They scored five points. You had the Raiders against the Vikings. The Vikings actually were the team that, yeah. that played really well defensively, which was very, very tilting because I lost my home league game because he, for whatever reason, in the worst process imaginable. That's right, Matt Gill. Uh, oh, wow. He, I called him out by name. I called him out. That's okay. It's a very common name, which is why I could do it. Uh, he he used the Vikings defense. <laughs> like, who does that? It, against Oakland, in Oakland, Oakland doesn't give up sacks. Yeah. They've been one of the worst teams to, to stream a defense against. Yeah. But naturally, Cordero, Cordero Patterson was a thing. Uh, but the best call of the week was definitely Tampa Bay. Yeah. And you know what? When when you said that on the podcast and then we kept talking about it, 
and you you ended up putting them you know first above those those other defenses if I, if I recall correctly. But when you said that, it completely changed. I was on the Ravens as the streamer last week, and then after the podcast, you really convinced me that Tampa Bay was the team. I I recommended them on uh, the the Fantasy Insider Show yeah. uh, with with Davis uh, Matic. And, and, and the Buccaneers really came through not only in season long, but in, in DFS as well, because they were basically min price on both sides. Yeah, yeah. So they were really cheap. And, you know, basically we just kept riding the Matt Castle train. I, I think that um, defenses against Matt Castle this year have averaged uh, like eight and a half points per game. So, right. um, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sad that that train has, uh, has gone off the rails now with Tony Romo coming back. Yeah, yeah, it's very a very sad thing. It's like the the Saints being on bye. Yeah, I know. Um, quarterback, uh, the 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 you know the deeper stream that we weren't as into, but I did throw him out there was Jameis Winston, who saved his day uh, with that rushing touchdown after fumbling the ball on the one yard line. Uh, he he shouldn't have really gotten that second opportunity, um, but he did. And then he scored the rushing touchdown, scored twelve point five six points, which you know hopefully didn't didn't kill your week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Joe Flacco really came through against Jacksonville. He scored twenty point three four points. But the man of the hour, mm. the man, the man of the week. Hopefully, it negated the Nick Foles week. I hope so. I hope that Kirk Cousins' Week Ten performance against the Saints negated all Nick Foles hate. But judging by my mentions today, uh, it did not. Uh, t- he had twenty eight point nine six fantasy points. He was the QB one last week. Wow. Wow. Which is phenomenal. It's exactly yeah. exactly what we needed. Uh, so overall, you know, overall the streaming quarterback is still uh, you know a median average score, kind of hovering in that eighteen to nineteen point range, which is fantastic. So I, I have a, a little funny story about uh, streaming Kirk Cousins. <clears throat> I yeah. uh, I sometimes uh, work at a um, at an office that has a bunch of you know different companies and startups uh, that. Uh, they work together. They all work in like little offices next to each other. I was in the the common area, and uh, there's this huge TV, and they were playing highlights from from Sunday's games on ESPN. And and uh, some guy some guy says, uh, you know, oh man, Cousins went crazy yesterday. Too bad no one had him on their fantasy team. <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, hey, you know, sometimes uh, you, you you know you can stream this position, you can play matchups. He was like, what? Wait, who's your who's your fantasy quarterback? I was like, right. well, I don't I don't have one. I <laughs> right, right. I don't have a quarterback. He's like, what do you mean you don't have a quarterback? I was like, I I don't I just play I just look for a, like the best matchup of the week and go that way. He was like, wait, so you had Kirk Cousins? I was like, yeah. He's like, how many teams are in this league? Like twenty? I said, <laughs> no, twelve. It's just like a normal league. I, he was this flabber. He was like, "So wait, you look for what is it? Matchups, <laughs> right? Right. Like, That's what. Dude, let me tell you, you about a little podcast that I know of. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. There you go. We have a new listener. That's a, that's the the thing is when when you talk to people who I don't want to say uneducated, they're just not as interested or as nerdy or as degenerate as we are. Um, when when you talk to them about streaming and, and like you tell them that you don't have a quarterback, it blows their mind because they just assume quarterback matters. Yeah, well, that's that's the one thing that everybody asked me, like you know, like at Thanksgiving dinner, um, <clears throat> which I guess we'll have eventually th- have Thanksgiving dinner takes on the show, but um, <laughs> but uh, 
at Thanksgiving dinner, everybody's like, oh, you still playing fantasy? Yeah, yeah, I still play fantasy. Who's your quarterback? That's always the question. It is. Why is that the question? Just because, of, you know, quarterback is the most important position on a re- on a real football team. Right. You know, I would rather them ask, who's your kicker? Because I could right. answer that. Right. <laughs> well, I think that's, that's actually the new question to gauge. So I have those two questions to gauge whether or not someone uh, knows football well, which is yeah. – is Jeff Fisher a good head coach, and this, <laughs> is and is Tony Romo good? It, and, that, right, sorry. that's a great litmus test, right? Yeah. Uh, so on, on the Walking Dead, the the group that we follow in the show, they have two questions that they ask, uh, you know, new people who they meet, you know, in the wild or wherever. Mm-hmm. And the questions are: How many zombies have? You, how many walkers have you killed? And how many people have you killed? Those are the two questions. Now that now that is our that is our Walking Dead uh, questionnaire. Right. Yeah. It's the right same. There. It's the same thing. I mean, I just I, I I go down the street. If I see someone start talking NFL with them, I ask them that question. He says yes. Jeff Fisher's <laughs> a good coach, and I just I walk away from him. Yeah, and that works. That works perfectly because um, my dad thinks that Jeff Fisher is an incredible coach. Right. And- oh, dads love Jeff Fisher. Oh. Dads, oh, dad, like if if you're 50 years or older, you love Jeff Fisher. That's just how it goes. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure like, you know, like dads like travel to Jeff Fisher's house, like a trip to Mecca, you know, <laughs> right. they, they, they love, they love Jeff Fisher. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so those are the two questions that I asked, you know, to see, to gauge NFL interest. I think the new fantasy one is who's your, who's your quarterback? Yeah, to see if they're if they're elite fantasy players or not, because usually if you just start talking fantasy to to someone, it's more just about like usually people focus on running backs and wide receivers. Right. But if they start talking quarterback, then you kind of know. And and but I I don't know what the what a good like the only good answer to that question this year is Tom Brady. <laughs> That's yeah. It. <laughs> or or I would actually I'd have I'd have a ton of respect if someone said like Carson Palmer. Oh yeah, no, that's that's true. But I mean, like as far as like name recognition, and, oh yeah, that's and, the only one that people would be like, oh, because like if you if you were to say it's right, like if if you were because people might not even know who Carson Palmer is, right? So, but but if you can combine name rec- name recognition with production with fans, yes, production, yes, that, it is only Tom Brady. So it would be only yeah. Uh, Tom Tom Brady. Oh, nice. Who else? I mean, what if what if you said Ryan Tannehill? What 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 would the what would the reaction be? I don't right. know. I don't know either. I don't know. It's it would gonna be. be like a, a, you need to tell these. You need to write down these stories that you have during Thanksgiving dinner. Oh man. Oh, can't. I can't wait. I can't wait to just. I can't wait to like explain for the tenth time what daily fantasy football is. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be great. There's gonna be so many uh, legal hashtag takes at the dinner table. Oh at, at man. The Thanksgiving meal Ooh. table. Oh, so so such hot takes. I mean, I, I, it'll be. It'll go like this. Uh, Grandpa, no, I have not won the Millionaire Maker. <laughs> right. I, I would have called you. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh man, and you have to take a uh, you have to Snapchat. I don't use Snapchat. You probably don't use Snapchat either. What I is- just said I just said that to be to be uh, hip millennial. Yeah, I'm trying to be millennial. You have to you have to take a picture of your of your plate this year. I do because we need to make fun of you for it. I do. God, it'll just be a corn apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, we definitely need you to take a picture. <laughs> All right, Denny. All right, week eleven streamers. Talk about your defensive picks. Yeah, well, I know. Look, we had to hold our nose last week when we talked about the Ravens being a defensive streamer, but here we are again, and they're you know the Ravens are at home again. Um, they're playing the Rams, and I actually on on uh, the fake football where I post my defensive streaming scores. Um, 
I talked a lot about Nick Foles, you know, being a great streaming target right, for right. for myriad reasons, and then this happened. So Foles, in case you missed it, was uh, benched in in favor of Case Keenum. Finally, by the way, finally. Okay, um, I am a Case Keenum truther. I think people know this, um, but I know that Case Keenum is uh, almost off the charts when it comes to the D the DGAF factor. Right? Yeah, he is. He I very mean, much so is. Yeah, I mean, he's he, the most boomer bus guy imaginable. Right, he is the definition of volatile in fantasy mm-hmm. football. Um, his first start against the Texans, I'm sorry, for the Texans against the Colts, I think it was on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, three he, touchdowns. Right? He went for three fifty and three touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, okay. right. I remember that. Unbelievable. And Isn't then, that, is that the game that Kubiak like like fell down on the sideline and like had that heart episode? No, that was another one where where okay. I think I think Keenum's play actually made him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was, okay. I got you. Yeah. And but so and then I I, I read this like in depth article written by a Houston beat reporter who um, he had interviewed uh, opponents in the weeks after that, that huge performance. And Keenum really struggled, you know, for most of the way after that. And this story revealed that the teams were, were almost laughing at, at Case Keenum's inability to adjust to blitzes and wrinkles <laughs> in pass coverage. They said that this guy, we've never seen anything like it. He is so awesome. He is ter- He's terrible. He doesn't know what he's doing back there. Um, as soon as we put a little wrinkle in the coverage, he he just started throwing it straight to us. And so, you know, assuming that he hasn't had some epiphany in St. Louis, and really, who has an epiphany in that offense? Right. Um, I think that you know his volatility plays into uh, in, into our favor. You know, yeah, it, I, it, you know, I think he I think he threw he's thrown like ten picks in his last eight starts or something like that. Like it's just it's it's not good. Yeah, and he has a fumbling problem. So. Right. Uh, I, you know, look, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's impossible that Case Keenum goes, uh, goes ballistic. In fact, I kind of like him for DFS purposes. Oh my God! Of course I you do. know. I will have exposure to Case Keenum. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. That Case Keenum, Jared Cook stack. No, no, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to stack him. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he'll run him naked for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, the Ravens uh, should they should be they should be picked up pretty much on every waiver wire in twelve team leagues at least. Um, look, I know we do this every year with the Jaguars and Titans. Okay, every I know I know that look it this is it has to be the third or fourth time that this. Yeah, is- we did it last year with Charlie Whitehurst, didn't we? Yeah, and I think the Jags scored like seven or eight fantasy points. Yeah, it was okay, but I think Whitehurst was still good. Yeah, well, Whitehurst. Whitehurst just he doesn't actually turn the ball over very much, which right. I realized after the game. Right. Um, but uh, you know, here we are again, uh, Thursday night. I you know I cannot stream the Titans against the Jags because the Titans' secondary is look at that, that secondary is a mess when they're healthy. Okay, mm-hmm. now they're ravaged with injuries. Um, the you know the Jaguars' passing game, however you feel about Blake Bortles, is legit. Like I, I just, I just don't see. Um, at least in terms, at least in terms of fantasy. And yes, as far as fantasy goes, yes, yes. So anyway, I, I just, I can't, I just cannot stomach streaming Tennessee. Um, the Jaguars are at home; they're favored. This is these are things that we look for. Uh, the the Titans are really uh, generous um, to uh, you know to opposing defenses. Uh, so I, I would go with the Ravens first, but I, I would be 
fairly confident in a decent in in a good floor for the Jaguars on Thursday night. Yeah, I think this is one of those weeks where your dreaming of streaming column is super important because you know we're obviously going by ownership percentages here but it's one of those weeks where there's not many obvious low owned plays Mm -hmm. so as a result kind of look at that article look at what's going on and how your streaming scores are lining up because there might be a a defense that's on your waiver wire that's just not in in the majority of waiver wires right and it's and I, i think that people might might point to the mettenberger disaster starts and say well that's why tennessee um, gives up so much production to opposing right. defenses, but uh, if you look back at the at the whole season, uh, Tennessee. Uh, so defenses have scored at least nine fantasy points in six of the nine games that the Titans have played. So right. it's not that was not all met. Right, it's not all met. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um. The and I think that game. I think in general, to be honest with you, if that game was in Tennessee, that would probably sway me to play a Tennessee's defense. Me too. Um, but I think the home the home field <clears throat> matters there. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, and look at I mean the 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 Jags defense last week scored 11 points in a game where Baltimore actually put up really good you know offensive production overall. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, quarterbacks. So just like defenses, quarterbacks are it's slim pickings out there this week, which is not not fun. But there's one guy who's owned in 03 percent of ESPN.com leagues who should be streamed as your top streaming priority. And that is Mark Sanchez. He's back. Yes. He's back. He's a guy that we had last year that became a full-time starter as well, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so in Sanchez's eight starts uh, last season, he threw at least one touchdown pass in seven of them. So he has a decent floor. Uh, the only one that he didn't throw a touchdown pass was against Dallas. And if you recall, Dallas wasn't very friendly just to opposing offenses in general because they held onto the ball so freaking much mm-hmm. uh, with with Demarco. So because that clock control and so on, it was a division game. Uh, Sanchez did not perform in that one. He faces Tampa Bay this week. Tampa Bay ranks 26th against the pass according to number fire metrics and 26th against the pass in fantasy points against. So it's not very great. Uh, the one thing that I really like about this matchup too. Aside from the fact that Vegas has the Eagles favored with a decent team total and so on and so forth, like everything lines up there uh, for the most part. But the other thing too is that Tampa Bay can stop the run, but they can't stop the pass. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's exactly what you look for in these quarterback matchups. Uh, and a lot of people, when I when I tell them that, whether it's the Redskins, which which is is understandable because the Redskins have stopped the run well, but not the pass the past couple of years. With with Tampa Bay, it really, I mean, if you look at their personnel. Uh, it does make sense that they can, they're they a good run-stuffing unit and not so much against the pass, which is why I'm, I'm pretty into Sanchez and pretty into the fact that he could see uh, not only just volume, because volume doesn't matter as much, but if it's efficient volume, then that matters. So that's why I do like Sanchez this week. I think he's the top streaming option, and I would, you know, if you really need a quarterback for that playoff stretch run, uh, I would I would try to add him as your number one priority. Yeah, you know, do you remember how much heat we took for for San Yes. Chicago? Oh yeah, who were they who were they playing? They Man. were playing Carolina. They played That's right. Carolina. Yep. Yep. And and Carolina's secondary was actually not good at the time. So it it really made sense to uh yeah. stream him. And I think he scored like 20 like two or three points including some rushing yard. I mean, it was like 
it was like second to Eli's Monday night uh, explosion. Yeah, yeah. And the thing with Sanchez that I, that I like a little bit more than than Bradford is that he takes more risks. So it's it 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 makes you feel a little bit better as a fantasy owner that maybe he'll he'll be able to get some longer scores. Maybe J Matt will be involved again. Yeah, they, I I think that that's a, a good possibility. I also think, I mean, I I, ne- I never really considered Sam Bradford for you know just for if we're talking about litmus tests. Uh, for cash game purposes, but mm-hmm. I I'm much more confident in Sanchez's ability in that offense. Yeah. Uh, to to post a a decent a nice on, yeah yeah especially on Fanduel I yeah. would say I mean yeah. he's he's at sixty four hundred I I think like him and Derek Carr are two guys that I I did on the, I talked about on the podcast I did earlier today uh I I think Sanchez is gonna be pretty high owned. Actually, you think so? I don't know, man. I do. I think, I think people the 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 butt fumble will forever suppress his DFS ownership. Yeah, you're. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. It'll be interesting to see what the Thursday the Thursday numbers. So. Yeah, I will be. I we should make a point of tweeting that out because that's uh, that's a good indication. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the next guy that I'm going to talk about is Alex Jesus. Take the wheel, Smith. Uh, he's playing San Diego this week. So the thing with Alex Smith, did you know that Alex Smith is averaging seven more points per game, fantasy points per game, than Peyton Manning? <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm averaging five more fantasy points. That's per- yeah, that's very true, very true. But no, Smith Smith has actually had uh, you know, a, a pretty nice floor this season. I think you know, and not not only that, he's not had a bad ceiling. I mean, we saw his his rushing ability against Detroit, and that's something that that is great from a fantasy perspective. But He's only scored fewer than 13.34 fantasy points once this season, and it was against Denver, which is awesome. That's actually a, a pretty awesome floor. Yeah. Um, you know, he's averaging a, a pretty solid 16.7 fantasy points per game. San Diego ranks 22nd in fantasy points against the position and 23rd uh, against the pass, according to number fire metrics. Um, and, and the other thing, too, is, you know, the game script sets up pretty well for this, where you know the game isn't going to get too far out of hand or anything. They're, the the Chiefs are three point favorites. It's nice that they're favorites. Decently high scoring game potential. Uh, I think you know just putting it all together, Smith Smith should have his typical nice floor. Uh, and then if he does get those rushing yards as well, then his ceiling is obviously good as well. So uh, I, I think you know I, I wouldn't be surprised with a sixteen or seventeen point performance from Alex Smith this week. Yeah, yeah, sure. I I mean. If you struggle against Denver, so what? And he, he actually played well last week against Denver too. Yeah, I mean, I guess that was in thanks to uh, uh, the new Jamal Charles uh, going going my to start. My boy, my boy, that I got for a dollar more than him. Oh, God, I mean, that is uh, when that when I saw that happen. When I saw the red zone cut to that, I actually cursed your name. I just went. To- <laughs> Char Charkandrick is saving multiple seasons for me. Ugh. That's awesome. Uh the last guy, uh, this is one, this is definitely deeper play, so we'll mark it as a deeper play in our spreadsheet, uh, but, you know, I think a lot of people are thinking that we're going to go Brock Os- Osweiler here, here. Nope, nope, uh, nope. But we're not. We're, we actually don't like Brock. We were looking, we were like, I think, you know, both Denny and I kind of assumed that that Brock Osweiler was going to be a streamer this week. Did, yeah. did, did you think that? Did you just kind of assume that? Because I did. I, I, I definitely thought thought about it and then 10 minutes into looking at his matchup i was like nope 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 yeah like chicago has not been that bad against the past recently and it's scary because you have no sample of brock osweiler yeah. um and and you know we're we're at a point in the season where you don't need to take unnecessary risks so i think i would lean more towards matt hasselbeck actually i um, yeah i don't love this 
by any means. Uh, you know, it's in Atlanta. They're coming off. Atlanta's coming off a bye, as is Indianapolis. But Atlanta's defense will be fresh. Um, but and also Atlanta ranks fourth uh, uh, in fantasy points against to, to quarterbacks. So people are going to look at this and be like, "Why the hell is Matt Hasselbeck a streamer?" Uh, but a lot of it has to do with their competition and who they face this season, which is not much in terms of, of fantasy quarterbacks and quarterbacks in general. Uh, they actually rank 20th against the pass according to number fire schedule adjusted metrics. Yeah. Yeah. So really, you know, when you put that together, that's they're they're not that great at stopping the pass. Um, the game has a high total. Uh, Atlanta is favored by about I think a touchdown, mm-hmm. um, which. Is a little bit scary because that means Hasselbeck's gonna be playing from behind. That means that we we shouldn't expect a ton of fantasy output from him. But you know we've seen two games from Hasselbeck. He scored 15 and 16 fantasy points, a little bit above both of those marks. Uh, I, I think I think he's fine in a deeper league. Uh, I, you know I'm not I'm not as into him as, as I would be a Sanchez. Uh, but but I do think that Hasselbeck should provide you know s- some output that that. I think he has a decent floor, which is I, which is good for a guy that that no one is on this week. I think I think I'm I'm a little more bullish than you are about about the old guy um, here. Mm. Uh, I I mean, like you said, the Falcons have played uh, no one as far as the quarterback position goes, and uh, <clears throat> Hasselbeck has not thrown a pick in 74 attempts this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's not like he's, he's out there slinging it around, um, you know, committing a bunch of turnovers. Um, I, am not too scared of the, um, of the Vegas line, uh, mm-hmm. just because I, I think that the, the Colts seem intent from what I've read over the last couple of days, they seem intent on keeping things sort of conservative as far as the pass goes. Um, so, you know, a bunch of safe throws. Um, I, I actually would, would think that Frank Gore, uh, and Kobe Fleener would be really involved in this game plan because because of the the, the safe nature of how they're going to go about this. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I I I like I like Hasselbeck's floor a lot. I don't think that he has a ceiling, but I think that right. fifteen points is is right. You know, is 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 reasonable for him. So the reason the other reason that Atlanta hasn't given up a lot of points to quarterbacks is because they've only given up three multi touchdown games this season, and some quarterbacks have thrown zero touchdowns. And obviously, you know, that's something that is not good but uh, for, for your streaming quarterback. But they're giving up a decent amount of yards. Uh, it's just that, you know, come red zone or, or just general luck, uh, we haven't seen quarterbacks throwing touchdowns against them. Just to give you some idea of who they've played, Sam Bradford, Eli Manning, Brandon Whedon, Brian Hoyer, and Ryan Mallett. That was a game that Mallett oh. got benched. And Hoyer, Hoyer was actually a QB 11 against them when he only that's played so like funny. the fourth quarter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, you have Mallet who started a game, Kirk Cousins, Drew Brees is fine, but then you get Mettenberger, Jameis Winston, and Blaine Gabbert. So and it, it's, it's legitimately a whole bag of, of whelp. It, yeah. Well, a huge whelp. Uh, um, I mean, and Gabbert looked like a hall of famer against yeah, that. Right, yeah, ne- never, good. never forget that. That is the most inexplicable thing I've seen this season is Blaine Gabbert looking like a real life quarterback against right. the Falcon secondary. That, that right. makes me. Oh man, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to relax a little bit, but ha- I think Hasselbeck will be just fine. Yeah. All right, so tight ends, Denny, give us your tight end pick this week. It, co- it comes from that same game, and it is like like Hasselbeck. Uh, he is a dad runner. Uh, he is Jacob Tammy. Yes. And uh, so <clears throat> uh, I, lo- I looked into it, you know a little bit here. Uh, he's he's getting six and a half targets per game, which is not hateful. I mean, it's not great. It's not hateful. Um, 
It's actually, believe it or not, it's more than Heath Miller has on the year. It's uh, almost as many as Delaney Walker has uh, as mm-hmm. far as targets go. Uh, Tammy has 16 catches over the past two games for Atlanta. Um, and when you adjust for strength of schedule, uh, Indianapolis is giving up 15.2 uh, fantasy points, PPR fantasy points to tight ends. Uh, so, you know, with with Atlanta's uh, uh, Vegas total, implied total so high here, uh, I think that 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 Tammy is uh, is a good bet. I I think to be a, a tight end one this weekend. I know that's not saying much because all you have to do is you know either catch four passes or a touchdown to be a yeah. tight end one, um, pretty much. But uh, I I do I do think Tammy is a is a really solid play. I mean he's not going to blow the doors off, um, but this is this is a good matchup and the total is the total is right. Yeah, I mean, the thing too with Atlanta and the reason why Jacob Tammy, I think, has has kind of been a relevant fantasy asset is because uh, Roddy White is dead and because Leonard Hankerson has been hurt. So they literally have no options other than like Justin Hardy, uh, who, you know, is inexperienced and so on. So, I mean, Jacob Tammy is kind of the de facto slot guy because Roddy, you know, has been hurt. I mean, it's really, it makes sense that he's been seeing more volume and it makes sense that he's a great play this week, a great streaming option. Yeah, I, I really like him. Who who do you have at tight end? So I think I you know I'll keep it brief. Uh, I just want to mention Eric Ebron, who we bring up almost every podcast. It seems like, but he's still only owned in like thirty percent of leagues. So uh, you know he's facing Oakland, who as we talked about earlier in the podcast, you know they should have given up two touchdowns to tight ends last week. They've been horrible against tight ends all season all season long, ranking thirtieth. Basically, any time a team with a tight end that they use faces Oakland, that tight end has a very, very good chance of being a top 10 tight end in, in that given week, let alone a team that, I mean, I mean Eric Ebron in every game that he's completed this year, uh, you know, so outside that Seattle game where he hurt his knee, he's had five or more targets. The thing that's really weird is that he's not seeing a, a tremendous amount of snaps, but when he is on the field, he is seeing uh, looks from Matthew Stafford. So the other thing, too, with, with that game, uh, I, I tweeted about this earlier, but there's a 48-point, uh, you know, game total, uh, but uh, you have a, I don't know why I said but, it's not really a but, it should be an and, and you have a Detroit team that's allowing the highest pass-to-run ratio in the league and an Oakland team that's allowing the 10th highest pass-to-run ratio in the league. So it has all the makings to be a shootout. Yeah. Uh, Oakland is favored as well, which means you know Detroit could be playing from behind a bit. I think Ebron could easily see seven or eight targets in this game, and if he sees that, he's going to be a tight end one. Absolutely, yeah. I I was looking up uh, that game a little bit for DFS research, and uh, both teams are in the bottom seven as far as um, fan, or as far as points per play go. So so teams are actually being really efficient in the way that they destroy these defenses. Yeah, yeah. All right. To recap, Jacob Tammy and Eric Ebron at tight end. Uh, Mark Sanchez, Alex Smith. And if you want to live dangerously, Matt Hasselbeck at quarterback and the defensive streamers being the Ravens and Jaguars, but make sure to check out Denny's column so that you know you can get a better idea of all the defenses out there. Yep. All right. It is time for the Twitter questions. Let's start with at Sean Summers. Why hath Andy Dalton forsaken me? <laughs> because it was prime time and he implodes. I don't know. Man, it's it that was that was insane. That, it was very sad to see from a from a Dalton. I have Dalton in a two QB league, and that was not fun. But yeah. I think I honestly I don't know if it is the fact that Dalton is just going to regress, or if it's the, the Texans having a lot of touchdown in ten quarters. Really? 
Yeah, I mean, their defense... And it, and it ha- you know what? It happened ever since that Miami game. Oh. Where they where Miami just went bonkers off against them. Um, anyway, next one is at YoungFrost77. Case Keenum versus the Ravens or Matthew Stafford versus the Raiders? Mm. I mean... Stafford. Don't don't put your Keenum BS in here. It's Stafford. Oh God, I'm gonna I'm gonna troll you so hard when Keenum goes off. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for it. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this next one is at Bat Daddy. He said, "Thinking of dropping Cam because dancing and streaming Stanton because dancing." Thoughts? Because dancing. <laughs> yes, that's a good that's a good tweet. I, I think you had some good dancing tweets today. Oh, man. It just blows my mind that you have Cam Newton. People were all up in arms with Cam Newton for dancing. And then Carson Palmer, who hilariously did the, the suck it gesture on the <laughs> sideline. Which, like, it's all hilarious. Like, who cares? It's, it's fun. It's entertaining. It's what the NFL is. It's an entertainment source. And people get mad that Cam Newton danced for five extra seconds. It's ridiculous. That that um, story about the, the mom who was incensed. Yeah. That that Cam Newton he didn't know how to explain it to her kid, right? Yeah, right. right. Uh, that that Cam Newton danced in the end zone. I mean, that is, it, I I literally I cannot believe that's not the in in the onion. Like I thought that, right, that right. I thought people were just messing with, with with me when I saw that on my timeline, and then it was real. And I and I of all the things to say, I don't know how to explain this to my kid. Right. Okay. Uh, and you know we don't have to rehash all the horrible things that have happened over the past uh, four or five days. Yeah, exactly, but, right. But 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 whole, I mean, you are you are out of your mind if 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 that sort of thing bothers you that much. Yeah, it's it's even if you're bothered by it, it's it's one thing to be bothered by it. It's another to be so bothered by it that you write a letter about it. Yeah, like also, just insanity. Yeah, you're also probably a huge racist, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> NBD. Yeah. yeah. Next one uh, at Knuckle Pop. He said Jeff Fisher is offering you a one-up mushroom chance to redeem your Week Three Fool's Crap sandwich. Case Keenum living the stream. I think we talked enough about Case Keenum. I left that question there just in case we hadn't, but I think people know where we stand on Case. And I also think people will never forget. We'll, we'll be we'll be like, welcome to Week 11, 2019. <laughs> right. And and someone will be like, remember Nick Foles week three twenty? Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I I make fun of it all the time, but I still hear about it. We're like ran unprompted hearing about it. It's you know what insane. we won't? You know what we we will never hear about again is Kirk Cousins week ten twenty fifteen. Yeah, exactly. Never, <laughs> never again. Of course not. Uh, this next one is at M nine VC Vegas. He said, "What should be CD Carter 13's outro to be played during account deletion?" I, you know, I gave this question a ridiculous amount of thought, and I couldn't come up with anything. Honestly, like I was, I was, I was struggling. I uh, there, there's a Metallica song on their latest album. It's that uh, that that was your life. <laughs> That's yeah. basically like you're dead now. <laughs> I think I think that I would put I would pull the chorus from Tupac's Changes. That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. Things will never be the same. Oh, that is, that, that's that's a sweet voice, man. Thanks. thanks. I'm <laughs> I'm swept off my feet right now. That's that's the song that I would that I would throw out there for you. Okay. Because it wouldn't be the same. And, and that 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 is just the way that it is. Is that your account needed to be deleted? Yeah, there would be a party. Oh man, I would come yeah. to that party. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Then we'd kick you out. 
Yeah, right. The next one, at Seawalk underscore 84, Ty God or any QB streamer on today's show? That's a pretty good question. Yeah. Ty God gets New England. I uh, I, I like Ty God, and, and not necessarily you know only because he had a huge outing last time he played New England. Um, I mean, he's just – he's a, a, extremely efficient – uh, you know, he tacks on that rushing yardage. I noticed that they've, um, they seem to have installed, you know, uh, rushing plays like, like plan quarterback running plays for him in recent weeks, which is a, which is a nice development for fantasy purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would actually go to God. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's pretty close between him and, and Sanchez. I might, I might feel a little bit more confident with Sanchez, but I can't, can't fault you at all. I think that you have a stronger stronger feelings here, so let's just go Ty God. Uh, this next one, at Eddie underscore straight, did Witten think Watts' Dalton joke was funny or poor sportsmanship? Oh, wow. Good question. What how, do much, how much do you hate J.J. Watt after that comment, by the way? Like, well, I know that you already hated him, but, yeah. like, how much worse did it make you? I, I mean, actually, not, not a whole lot worse because I, I think that that, like, fits his M.O. perfectly. Is oh, telling, it definitely like, does. Like a cheesy-ass dad joke. <laughs> about about you know uh destroying an opponent and and it, you know Andy Dalton's response was more ridiculous more ridiculous i i actually was way more upset about Andy Dalton's response i mean come on man you, there were a lot of ways to address that a lot yeah of- like 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 saying like hey next time jj maybe i'll shoot your eye out or something like that like how perfect would that have been exactly or or just remind JJ Watt that you know his team has always sucked, <laughs> and you know including this year they still suck and they're gonna and they're gonna be terrible for a long time. So just remind I mean just remind them of that. I mean right. it's it was that that whole back and forth was so so absurd. Just so and you know that JJ Watt thought of and said that joke to like Nate Washington on the sideline or something, and Nate Washington looked at him and be like, No, no, bro. No, bro, you can't you can't say that, okay? Yeah, and then he still said it because he thought it was so good. He's like, No, it's awesome, man. It's awesome. Right. Oh my gosh. What a terrible t- So do you think do you think uh Witten thought it was funny or poor sportsmanship? I think as Jason Witten sipped his coffee and looked at his freshly cut lawn on Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. I have to say that he that he thought it was poor sportsmanship. I think that that he he shook his head, SMH'd at at JJ Watt and switched the channel. Oh yeah, no, that, he switched the channel to what what would he, what would he be watching? Good Morning America. Uh, I was gonna say like the Weather Channel. <laughs> the Weather Channel is pretty you know? good. And be like, G- oh, GMA was just kind of the the top of the yeah. The line. Uh, there's a there's a there's a front coming in. Gotta gotta. Got to put the tarp over the lawn. Yeah, yeah. The Weather Channel is a really good one, or 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 like the or History Channel would be a good one for for dads. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's definitely. Uh, next one at PFE Skeets. He said, "What do you think Witten gives thanks most uh, to over the holiday or for over the holiday? Snowblowers, stakes, power tools, or the family dog?" Um, oof. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say steak. Probably because Steak, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because he's probably like, you know, this this is like, you know, this the, the staple, the centerpiece of our diet. It has been for the Wittens for 380 years. <laughs> and, you know, so. see, but it could be power tools because because like he gathers his family around and he, he looks up at the ceiling and holds his arms out and he goes, I built this house. 
Right. And they're like, no, dad, you put up our, our bookshelves. But <laughs> right, exactly. I, yeah, or, or it's like, dad, we don't need a fourth tree house. You don't have to build that. <laughs> yeah. All Jason Witten does is build tree houses in the backyard. Like, right. they, like the Witten household has this fortress of tree houses sitting in the backyard. But but you know you know a staple a staple of dad work like that is like pretending that it's vital right right so, right so absolutely. you you know you you build a treehouse and like and at night after working on that treehouse for like six hours eight hours on a on a Saturday you 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 you're you know sprawled out on the uh, couch watching right. TV like oh I'm so exhausted oh man but you no you didn't need to do that that was like your enjoyment so right don't... exactly right and then you pretend you pretend that it, it it was for like the the best cause imaginable yeah don't act like you had to do that no one has to do that. <laughs> Uh, the next one's from our buddy at Lord Reeves. Uh, he said, $65 haircut spot is closed and have wed- have a wedding this weekend. Do I, A, degaff, two, fedora, three, the greatest of clips? Dude, Rich, I've seen you before. I know that you buzz your hair. You can go to great clips for that. Yeah, yeah. You can go to great clips for that, Rich. Yeah, there's there's no reason uh, to... to shell out if you're if you have your your hair like an inch long yeah <laughs> next one at jake zav <clears throat> better ending for Kristen michael witten adopts him coaches coaches him uh manners and football skills and Kristen michael ends up in the hall of fame or jj's shower cry okay okay we need we need to address this because every week on the podcast i said that Kristen michael is a decent bench stash because of the upside and it had nothing to do with me being a Kristen michael truther i have tweets and articles talking about Kristen michael being a bad draft pick being a bad guy to have when he was in seattle it was clearly just it was opportunity driven that's all i'm saying no, I, I was with you, and and any anything that I said about that, I was I was just trolling the hell out of me. I was I was joshing, I was joshing with you, but um, uh, that's the daddiest thing I've ever said. Yeah, that's uh, a pretty daddy thing. I was but, hoping the next person's name was was Josh, just to have a nice a nice transition to get you out of that, but I didn't. Yeah, no, I, I got nothing I, except for this. I actually got a question in the timeline or in the note of, uh, the mentions today, saying where would be the best place for Christine Michael to land. Oh God! I don't know. Pittsburgh. Uh, what? Really? Anywhere? No, he shouldn't. He, it's not a thing. He's not a thing. It needs to end. He needs to officially end. He was cut, right? He was cut on a team where Darren McFadden is their starting running back. I mean, that's that's all you need to know. Yeah. Well, um, I, I read a thing about coaches screaming at Kristen Michael in practice because yeah, he, he doesn't have. He's stupid. He he was, yeah, he wasn't doing anything right. Yeah. Right. Uh, the next one at Matt Harmon underscore BYB. So I was talking, I told you about this Justin Perillo thing. Could JJ beat Justin Perillo in a feat of strengths competition, a foot race, a chicken wing off or none of the above? I I'm really bad at feats of strength. I don't know what that is. What is that? That's like the, the Seinfeld thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, um, and then a, a, I could beat him in a foot race. That's the one thing I could beat him at. Dude. I could beat him in a foot race. JJ. I could beat him in a foot race. <laughs> I'm telling you, I could beat Justin Perillo in a foot race. Justin Perillo, if you're listening, no, hashtag, hashtag yeah. Perillo Zacharyson foot race. Yeah, well, I'm, also, can we get Justin Perillo on, on the stream? I mean, would that be too much to ask? No, I mean, he's a fan, right? Didn't we already establish that? Like, he's not even on the team. I, it shouldn't be that hard. I don't know. Hey, can I ask, do you know what the BYB and Matt Harmon's Twitter handle stands for? 
I don't. I think Harmon needs to let us know, though. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've wondered that for, you know, about two years, and I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I don't, I have, I have no, we can make it up. Do you, do you have any, any thing that it sent you think like, I was trying to make an Allen Robinson joke, but I, I got nothing right now. Like boy, young boy. <laughs> boy, young boy. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, next one at Hey now underscore 15 on a Venn diagram of people who like candy cord and people who get $80 haircuts. How big is the middle section? Hashtag delete Denny. Phew, man, wow. That's, that uh, is, that is harsh. You are the only person in the middle section though. Uh, I'm, what was the question again? Or what was the comment? Venn diagram. People who oh, like candy oh. corn and people who get $80. And you like candy corn. I, 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 you look at, I like candy corn fine, okay? No, I, you I, love candy corn. I took a stand you know, around Halloween time because the, the candy corn hatred was off. It was out of control. It was out of control. And it needed – it, it There's needed, a reason. Look, it, it needed a savior and I was its savior. <laughs> Unbelievable. Next one at fantasy underscore dude. Kirk Cousins notices someone liked a post on this is a good one. Kirk Cousins notices someone liked a post on his Facebook. What might Kirk Cousins say to the person who liked his post? <laughs> <laughs> well done. Very well done. Next one at the underscore real underscore Kurt. Better celebration, Cam's dance or Palmer's very stiff suck at crotch thrust. <laughs> It, it was. I, I have to say, I didn't even. We were talking about this. Uh, um, I think on Monday, and I didn't even know that that was the the suck it thing. Uh, yeah, well, Chris Johnson hid it a little bit. He hid like his right hand, so you can only see. He did the. He so there were there are two versions. Where one where you actually crossed your arms. Yeah. And then one where you just did the badass Billy Gunn version. Oh, and where it, it was just like your hands next to like like in the same didn't didn't cross arms. Right. And he did so, he did that version. Yeah, he did the the like the karate chop to the crotch. Exactly, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, cuz I remember, you know, when when uh, you know, people when people used to own me in gym class, they they, they would do the other version. That's so, so, right. so you, were, you would be playing dodgeball and you get hit in the head yeah. and someone and, and O'Doyle rules would happen. Right. And and I would and they would they would do the the second thing and I'd be like, "Shut <laughs> up, guys. That's not fair." Uh, today I learned that Denny Denny got the suck it gesture. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to tell. In gym class, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Next one at Hendy LA hold Bengals defense rest of season or drop for Tennessee and Jacksonville this week and keep playing the stream. Yeah, the Bengals uh, defense is fantasy wise pretty unimpressive. So I think that you should stream. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next one at Fantasy underscore Dude are the Rams in every week defense. I mean, so I wrote I wrote an article today, my fifteen transactions column. And I actually had the Ram. I, I said to buy a defense, and it was the Rams' defense. Wow! Because they play Tampa Bay and Detroit in the in week fourteen and fifteen, so it's a, a perfect scenario where they're coming off a game where they looked like trash after being the second best defense in fantasy this season. They come off a, a, a come off a game looking like trash against against Jay the God Cutler, and. <laughs> You know the owner of this defense is not going to be happy or thrilled with that. I think they're. I think you can buy them, and, and they have decent matchups for the most part from here until then. So I, I think that they kind of are. Right. Yeah. I, I think that that's a that's a compelling argument. Those are two unbelievable matchups. Oh yeah, it's incredible what what uh, what could potentially happen, and both are at home. By yeah. the way. So. Getting back to gym class real quick. <laughs> Did you ever get in a fight in gym class? No, dude, I never fought. 
I, I was not a fighter. I got in one fight in my in in my whole high school career, and it was in gym class. And it was what, it was what actually, grade is this? It, I was in uh, I was in ninth grade, and I got I got into a fight with the with a junior. Uh, so we were playing flag football, <clears throat> and the teacher, <clears throat> I don't know, had some sort of bathroom attack and had to leave. Right, <laughs> <clears throat> and so the the guys playing decided that we were we were done playing. Um, a flag and we were now playing tackle and um so these guys are so much bigger than i was they they're throwing freshmen around right i mean like actually like picking us up by our waist and throwing them around <laughs> throwing us around <clears throat> and just seeing that happen to my classmates i was getting i was getting a little on edge a little fired up mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> i catch a pass and i actually were you like the danny amendola of the Flag football team. Yeah, it was definitely a short pass, and I turned it upfield. Right. I got I got to the sideline and just and, fell down. And I definitely was was angling toward the sideline because I wanted to get out of bounds, so I didn't you know get my ass handed to me. Right. And so I get out of bounds, and this guy just comes up from nowhere and nails me in the back, and I go onto you know like sliding onto the grass. The guy picks up the ball and comes over to me, and I'm like I'm like gasping for air. I had the wind knocked out of me, and he drops the ball on my face. Oh man! And I, I got up and I like blacked out. I blacked out. I got up. I grabbed his shirt, you know. And it's not like, like when I say fight, we just wrestled on the ground, sure, for like for like thirty seconds, right? We're just sure. wrestling, trying to claw each other's eyes out, whatever. Yeah. Um. And and we were eventually pried apart. But that is the one fight I ever got in. I think that adrenaline rush lasted for like, uh, like six months after. That's not, not like sixteen years. <laughs> it's I, I still feel it sometimes. <clears throat> right, right, yeah. That's that's hilarious. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, next one is at Salve, Salvahe PHX. That is, I've been saying it wrong for like a year and a half. Mm. Um, rank these quarterbacks for playoffs. Fitz, Tannehill, Romo, and Luck. He has a deep bench, and he could roster up to three quarterbacks. Um, I would probably not want to have... I mean, I would keep Romo in luck if you're looking to roster multiple quarterbacks. Yeah, definitely. I think that's that's the way that we should just leave it. Um, next one is at Wood Just Rough. Which quarterback is in need of a hair upgrade, a la Andy Dalton and JJ Zachary? I mean, Joe Flacco. <laughs> not cool. Not cool. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. A hair upgrade? No, wait. Flacco and Dalton have the two best heads of hair in the NFL. Yeah, I think, but I think he means like they got upgrades this offseason. Oh, oh. <laughs> so hey. I, you know who needs, who always needs one is Ben Roethlisberger. He's he's such a dope. He is, but he's got like the stupid like like okay, it's not a buzz cut. It's a little bit longer, and then it just he mats it down, and then it's just a line. In well, his front, and his bangs. Yeah, I mean this. This is amazing, but this is the second Eminem reference. Eminem reference we're gonna have. He looks like Eminem. His hair looks like Eminem. Right. Oh, totally. It's Yeah, it's exactly what it is. He he needs a he needs a hair upgrade because we know that he can he can he has thicker hair. He grew out. Remember when the rape allegations happened and he had that one interview and he had his hair like slicked back behind his ears like a doofus. Right, and he he looked like a sleazy lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. He looked like. Uh, he looked like Saul from from Breaking Bad. He could have been a Breaking Bad character at that point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Exactly. Yeah. So I think Roethlisberger is a good answer there. Is there anyone else that jumps to mind? Uh, I mean, Blaine Gabbert has all the hair in the world, and he chooses a mullet, which is beyond yeah, true attention. You know, like, it's like a it's like a horse. Yeah, I mean he he has tremendous hair, and he goes. 
he looks like he's permanently at a Def Leppard concert in 1986. Yeah. So. Yeah. Next one at Bob Mahalik. Better bench says David Johnson or Jay Ajayi. Yeah, uh, I guess Ajayi. Yeah, I agree. Next one at the commission UCFAC. Just wanted to say this is the best place for streaming recs, paternal athletic prowess assessments, and food takes. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, this one's from <clears throat> at Cole underscore Kev, Kevin Cole, who's now running for number fire. You should check out his first article. Nice. Uh, knowing now the unfathomable torture he would later rain down on your careers and souls, would you kill baby Nick Foles? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is so dark. That is the darkest tweet I've ever, I've ever considered, honestly. Ever. I would take all of the Nick Foles hate to not have to murder a baby. So, so just for, for those who are unaware, that's actually a question that was posed to Republican presidential candidates recently, was, <laughs> would you kill baby Hitler? Um, and, and like Ben Carson was like, yes, but not in the womb. <laughs> I mean, it is that like the, we have entered, we have, we have entered, um, what's that, that movie, uh, from Donnie like, Darko? 10 years yeah well i was thinking uh idiocracy idiocracy idiocracy. that's good too we are living in idiocracy but anyway so would i kill baby nick absolutely that's yeah there there we go this next one is at sab metrics need running backs to target in a deeper league 0.5 ppr do you have any i don't know if i have any i the one thing that I do with when I when you know if I, I really need to dig deep with with running backs is I try to find teams that are more than likely going to be trailing like like if it's Washington for instance in a given week and then I'm like oh Chris Thompson or Detroit and I'm like oh Theo Riddick I mean Theo Riddick is obviously higher owned now but I look for those third down backs that could get some garbage time receptions um, that's really kind of the 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 way that I would go about it yeah. Um... Uh, Carolina gives up a ton of receptions to opposing running backs, so that might be yeah, a good option. Yeah, there you go. Uh, this next one is Oshkosh Jeff. Who would you rather take on a cross-country road trip, J.J. Watt or Donald Trump? Wow. Yeah. I, I Mine would have to be Donald Trump because it would be way more entertaining. Well, my my choice would be Trump as well, but that's only because I, I sincerely believe that Trump is – is play acting. He's playing a character right now and he's playing it to perfection. He's actually, I, I admire what he's done. It's like a, it's like the most interesting political case study in the history of American politics. So I don't think that when you go on the road trip with him, I don't think that he's that guy. I think that he's a, I have a friend who interviewed him for like an hour one time on his plane. And, mm-hmm. and my friend said that he was a completely normal and polite and decent person. Yeah. So I, 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 I'm going Trump. Yeah, there you go. Next one, at Shafe underscore Neck. He says, hey, guys, love the show. Best flex option for standard scoring. Hillman, CJ Anderson, John Brown, or Jordan Matthews? I think if, if Michael Floyd is out or is, you know, hampered by the hamstring and John Brown looks healthy, I think he would be my guy. But otherwise, Jordan Matthews back with Mark Sanchez seems like to be the, the pick. Yeah. I, I'm sorry to confuse the issue here, but I, I actually like Matthews over Brown. Yeah, okay. And then just go Matthews. It's fine. Um, this next one, at A Game of Throws, he says, who are this week's top dancing streamers? I think there's only one, really. Cam or, or, or Drew, Drew Stanton? <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about it. Uh, 
uh, yeah. So I don't know who else dances as far as quarterbacks go. Um, I don't know who who does either. Aaron Rodgers does a little bit. God, what what a white guy dance Drew Stanton did. Holy cow! Oh my gosh, that was amazing though. Yeah. Like that's the kind of stuff the NFL needs, and then people get angry about it. It would have so been so annoying. Lot, they would have been a lot angrier if that was Cam. Oh that. yeah, absolutely. Uh, this next one is at J Segovia two three three two. Pick two, please. Jeffrey A. Rob or Michael Floyd. Well, Floyd is dinged up, right? I mean, yeah, I think I would go Jeffrey and A. Rob regardless, even though yeah. Jeffrey kind of threw up a a BS line this past. Well, he kind of he kind of just threw up. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he just vomited all over himself and yeah. stopped playing. Uh, this next one at Pompey Nick, he said, "How do I explain to my job the extended hospital stay?" In parentheses, violent puking from John Brown zero Monday Monday night lost by point one. Oh, because of John Brown's goose egg. That sucks. Uh, next one at Lasser Kid eighteen. He says James White worth a hold. Also, did the Bears put up thirty seven and Alshon had less than four points? Still in the shower. Um, yeah. That's pretty nice that he tweeted that from the shower though. <laughs> it's good. It's a, that's a nice uh, a waterproof iPhone you have. <laughs> really. Um, uh, yeah, well, I, I don't find that unbelievable. The Rams secondary and the, particularly their cornerbacks are really, really tough. Right. So, you know, the I don't think that those receivers were ever going to be involved in, in a lot of Chicago scoring. Right. Um, and then James White, I do think, is still worth a hold. He was one of my transactions this week on 15 transactions as a hold, uh, mostly because he played, you know, 18 more snaps than Brandon Bolden, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what that offense looks like without Julian Edelman. Uh, so I think that there could be some opportunity for him in the receiving game. So I would still hold and just kind of see how things play out. Dola. Dola is happening. Dola. It's happening. Uh, next one, at Geigertron. What's J.J. Watt's most shameful secret? Ready? Crushes Mike's hard on the DL. Gets, gets, a, material, gets a material from 101 Jokes for Jocks. Thought, th- thought 300 was okay. <laughs> he definitely funny. didn't think 300 was okay. No, and he definitely does crush Mike's hard on the deal. <laughs> no, it's, it has alcohol in it, doesn't it? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. How about how about Mike and Ike's on the deal? I I can't see him putting anything into his body that is not 100 percent healthy. Yeah, I mean, well, they did have that one scene in Hard Knocks where they went to like a barbecue place and he just ate like 7,000 calories worth of barbecue mm. food. If he took no. the game seriously, he wouldn't do that. I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Uh, this next one is from at SKCIH underscore FFEJ. Uh, it says, more valuable heading into Thanksgiving, creamed corn or James Jones? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not a huge fan of creamed corn, believe it or not. I'm not either, but James Jones is so worthless right now. I know. What happened? God. It's crazy. All right, the last one is actually a uh, a real question. I'm getting worried about Rivers because of a depleted wide receiver core. What's your outlook on him rest of season? I mean, the thing is, uh, even without okay, even without Ke- uh, Keenan Allen uh, two weeks ago, he, he was what, like a top eight? Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, like, so, you know, I'm focusing so much on weeks 14 through 16 because that's what matters, right? And if you look at those weeks, he gets Kansas City, great matchup, Miami, pretty good matchup, and Oakland, great matchup. So I would try to hold on to Phillip Rivers. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking at week nine. I did, I did not, okay, I'm thinking of something else, but he threw for 280 and one touchdown. 
Yeah, he was fine the last the, the last game out. Yeah. He, I mean, he didn't light them on, you know, didn't light the field on fire. Yeah, right. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, it would it would help a lot if, if Keenan Allen was, was healthy and Antonio Gates was 100%. But I, I really think that Rivers can will be fine. I, I yeah, do. I agree. All right, Denny, that does it. Uh, why don't you let everyone know where they can find you? Uh, on Twitter, at CDCarter13. And you can find my defensive streaming scores at thefakefootball.com. And you can find me on Twitter at LateRoundQB and all my work over at NumberFire.com. Uh, and check out the podcast, the other podcast that I do. It's called By the Numbers. It's part of the FanDuel Network, and it's a lot of fun if you're into DFS. Denny, you want to go get some milkshakes? Yeah, we haven't done that in a long time. I will get some milkshakes, and we can talk about uh, you firing me from the show. That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, sounds great. All right, guys, good luck in week 11. Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For more fantasy football and-